Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. For you on International Women's Day, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. It is 106 in Edmonton. I'm at Rogers Place. The Oilers have wrapped up practice. The Maple Leafs are on the ice out in Vancouver. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Uh, it is, uh, what do we got going on here? I've got a little bit of a fade coming through from uh, the coach's availability. I think I hear the dulcet tones of Ken Hitchcock. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money, all your devices managed at Digitex.c. In this hour, in 39 seconds time, the head coach of Canada's Women's World Hockey Championship team, longtime NHL assistant, uh, longtime head coach at Nate Edmonton Area Product, Perry Pern coming up. Uh, you can text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630 with over $10 million to do in pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest volume Ford dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton, South Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. To the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, Perry Pern joins us here on uh, Oilers Now on uh, perhaps a, uh, an aptly uh, named day, uh, International Women's Day. And Perry, of course, is now the head coach of the uh, Canadian Women's Hockey Program. Perry, welcome back to our show. How you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. Thanks very much. Yeah, how did uh, how did this all sort of come to fruition for you? Getting involved with the women's program with Hockey Canada. 
Well, it, it started last year. I, um, you know, I was out of work in the NHL. Nobody seemed to want to employ me. I'd uh, done a little searching in Europe as well, and uh, I got a call from uh, Mel Davidson and asked if I would mind coming out and watching uh, the Olympic team play, uh, um, actually in Edmonton at uh, uh, Bill Hunter Arena. And so I said, yeah. I I'd come out and watch, so watch the game. She asked me to come down and meet the coaches, spend a little bit of time with them, and then, you know, that led to another game, another game, and uh, next thing you know, I was off to Germany with the under-22 team, and uh, while I was there, they approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in going to the Olympics, so wound up being, um, you know, kind of the, the fourth or the third assistant coach at the Olympics, uh, kind of upstairs watching the games. And then, um, you know, once that uh, finished, uh, they approached me about maybe going forward as a coach. Um, You know, you've you've, you've coached a long time. You coached at Nate for all those years when, you know, Nate was uh, close to being on par with the University of Alberta, uh, which is a major accomplishment because U of A was having players for four or five years. And, you know, Claire Drake and Bill Morris were there at the time. You were over at Nate. You guys won a couple of those uh, Nate uh, U of A uh, classic games that used to be played. Then you go to the Western League. Then you work all those years of an assistant uh, in the NHL. Uh, in a pro-style environment. So, I mean, how much of a contrast is it coaching women and also coaching, uh, you know, athletes that aren't making, you know, three, four, five, six million dollars a year? Well, there, like there's, you know, some similarities to the pro game in, in terms of, uh, you know, I think the approach that, uh, you know, the women on the team are looking for. I, I think, you know, they take their game very seriously. They work very hard at it the same way that, you know, the, the top men uh, uh, take their game seriously and, and approach it very seriously from a training standpoint, from a preparation standpoint. So from that side of things, uh, you know, approaching them, you know, with the pro approach that, you know, uh, I was used to in the NHL was important. But on the flip side, uh, you know, the way, you know, we do business on a day-to-day, like it takes me back to a lot of the things that, you know, I did when I was, you know, at Nate, um, you know, certainly like, um, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, there's a, an open level of communication, you know, both directions from the players to me and from me to the players. And I think, uh, you know, bringing back some of the things that I did in terms of the level of accountability that we had at Nate. And so, um, you know, it's a combination of, of all those years, uh, you know, put together here in terms of, uh, you know, trying to be the best that I can be, you know, for this, uh, you know, outstanding group of women. Perry, I watched the gold medal game, and the one thing that crossed my mind was the Americans were quicker and faster, especially as the game wore on. Uh, you know, obviously, Shannon Zabados is a special goaltender. You lost in the shootout. But the Americans, to me, had four or five women that were, like, maybe five feet, five foot one, but they could fly and force the play. And I'm just wondering, has with, with this new team that you guys announced this week, has there been some interga- integration with maybe getting a little bit more speed and skill in the lineup? Well, I th- you know, I, th- I think that's always the goal. Um, you know, we we do have 
you know, there's a young lady named Lauren Gable who's playing at Clarkson, who was the leading scorer in the NCAA this year, um, you know, uh, um, overall points. And uh, I think probably overall goals scored. So, you know, hopefully uh, we can get her transitioned into this level of play. Um, she played at Four Nations in the in the fall and looked like she would be ready for it. And again, like her success is with her speed, um, you know, and her skill level is very high. So, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're going to be missing another young girl who's, uh, you know, going to be a terrific player, I think, down the road in Sarah Fillier. She's at Princeton. And, uh, you know, on, on points per game average, she was the leader in the NCAA. So she played less games than Lauren, uh, but, uh, you know, had more points per game. Now, she's not going to be able to come, uh, you know, due to school uh, this year. And she's only 19 years old or will be 19 here coming coming up pretty soon so another bright star on the horizon but uh, we just came out of the rivalry series and uh, um, you know the people who watched those games I don't think would have had the same impression that you had out of the Olympics I thought that you know our speed and our skill uh, was way more apparent in in those games and people like Blair Turnbull kind of led the way and I I think she's made a big jump forward you know even since the Olympics so do you think I was off then on my perception of that final game? No, I no, I, I, I don't disagree. I, I, I think, you know, the Americans did a lot of things well. I thought that, you know... Uh, I mean, you lost, Perry, you lost in a shootout, so it's not like, yeah. like anything no. can happen in that situation. I'm just saying as the game wore on, I you know, I thought, geez, man, they got a lot of, they got a lot of women that can fly. And, well, uh, and I did catch a bit of the event that you had a couple of weeks ago here before you finalized for the World Championship team. So, you know, it's interesting stuff. Perry Pern joining us. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Perry's now the head coach of Canada's women's team. Uh, Perry, how much has the CWHL helped raise the caliber of women's hockey internationally? Well, uh, you know, I think it's hard to measure, but... I just know that it has and uh, you know I I think a really good indication of you know how important that league is is the number of players from outside Canada that play in the league and that number would grow um, you know uh, as soon as there's a little bit more uh, financial support for the athletes you know the uh, right now the the only league in the world that rivals it would probably be in Sweden. The uh, you know there's a couple of very good teams in the in the U.S. pro league, uh, but the the best league is still the CWHL, and you know the you know the best players from the U.S. team are playing in the league, and uh, we have you know a number of. Uh, uh, people from Europe as well that, that play in the league. So, um, you know, obviously it's, you know, once you get beyond those college years, uh, it's the place that you have to go to grow and, and become a better player. Perry, uh, you know, obviously a lot of, uh, you know, hockey fans are well aware uh, of a person like Haley Wickenheiser. Uh, and if they watch the Olympics, they know about Marie-Philippe Poulain. I mean, she's a pretty you know, Haley's no longer playing internationally at this level, but uh, is, is Poulin right now the way Gretzky women's hockey? 
Uh, yeah, I would I would say so. She's a little bit different style than Wayne because uh, you know she's a she's a pretty straight line player and and a very very powerful athlete. Uh, but uh, you know she, she's certainly uh, one of Canada's top players. I, you know uh, Rebecca Johnson too. I think if you watch you know yeah. Canada play, you know she's an outstanding skater. Uh, you know big strong uh, athlete as well. Uh, so you know the the good thing is that we you know we have more than one. Uh, but you know. You, you also have to look across, you know, the the border too at the U.S. and they've got some, you know, great players as well. Uh, Brianne Decker, you know, who plays here in in Calgary in the CWHL is a is a great player. And you saw Coin in the uh, NHL All Star uh, game and sure. the, the, you know the speed she brings to the game. So, uh, you know, I I think you know the overall caliber of the women's game is very very high and the skill level very very high and i think you know there's some outstanding players on both sides of the border okay i have a theory on why it's better today than ever before i'd like to see whether or not you agree or just and you know as you know i used to be the sid at the university of alberta and after the 98 olympics you know they cis at that time way back then it was ciau now U sports you know they they made women's sports a competitive sport at that level and what happened initially is the the women that played uh, university hockey in Canada came from other sports like volleyball and soccer and then played hockey. Maybe they'd only played hockey a couple of years. Well, that was 1998. It's completely different today. These women have grown up playing hockey since they've been six years old. And I think that's why it's leaps and bounds better than it was 20 years ago. Do you agree or disagree with that? No, I would agree with that. I, you know, I, I think that you know we still we still have women that have played other sports, but they've played hockey or you know right from the beginning and those other sports have maybe been a compliment for them. Uh, Renata Fast, who's now you know uh, our arguably our best defenseman tremendous skater she's a tremendous athlete that she could have been a star in other sports but you know she chose hockey and she chose it from a young age but as she was growing up that didn't mean that she didn't play anything else and she was whatever other sports she was involved with she was outstanding do you have a player i know you mentioned a couple out of the ncaa but are there uh, any players that are on the precipice of taking that next step internationally and becoming big-time uh, Canadian stars uh, for the Team Canada Women's Program? Well, I, you know, I would say right now, you know, as forwards, you know, both Fillier and Gable, you know, are you know have that potential. And again, like I think, you know, I think uh, you you can't uh, you can't uh, say that there isn't going to be some growing pains for them because it's a big step. Um, you know, we have a, a young lady named uh, Jamie Bourbonnet who plays at Cornell, who you know I think potentially could be the the, the next really really good defenseman uh, at this at this level. But again, um, you know they've they've got to you know play some games and prove that they can do it. But certainly, uh, you know. They're very good, but you know, even even on our team, the growth of some players, you know, is significant. You know, people like Sarah Nurse, who played in the Olympics last year, was it was her first international year. Um, you know, Turnbull, uh, Emily Clark, who's playing at Wisconsin, who played in the Olympics last year. Like these are all really, really good players that uh, you know are going to be 
representing Canada for a long, long time uh, as great players. And, uh, you know, you talked about Poulin and, and we talked about Johnson. They're they're both, you know, not uh, not old by athletic standards at all, but very experienced. Like they've been playing since they were, you know, in their late teens. So, um, you know, I think it bodes well for us going forward. Uh, two more questions for Perry Pern, the head coach of Canada's women's national program. They're headed off to the Women's World Championship. This is International Women's Day. Shannon Zabados, we know her well here in Edmonton. Uh, she's been Team Canada's number one goaltender. Bruderheim's uh, Emirates uh, Mashmeyer, who I believe her brother was Bronson Mashmeyer, who played the Western League with the Kamloops Blazers. Uh, is is Zabados automatically your number one, or are you still got? Is that still T- uh, TBD to be determined? Well, I, I think it's to be determined a little bit. I think you know, um, you know, if we kind of look back a year or two, like Shannon was playing, you know, probably at at uh, a level above, which I think you know is much easier for goaltenders. Uh, but, you know, just like the NHL. Um, the goaltenders in the in the women's game are ahead of the shooters. They're just they're yeah they're better coached. They're they're better everything. And so um, you know Shannon was was playing you know men's pro hockey. Uh, Does that hurt? Like did that? And I'm serious about this because of the timing on shots. I mean, let's face it. We're talking. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. There's lots of women that can really rip it, but. You know, all the guys can shoot it. You know what I'm saying? And so is is there a, an actual negative to playing the men's game, and is she benefiting from playing in Buffalo right now? Well, I, I you know, I, I, I think that's there's, that's twofold. I think, first of all, you're right that when you, when you play against, you know, everybody being a little bit harder shooter, like you have to adjust, you know, you, you, when you, you come back and there's going to be some shooters that, that don't shoot it as hard. So, you, you know, you have to make that adjustment. The good thing is, uh, you know, when you, uh, when Shannon played, you know, at the, at the men's level, is that you know her movements in the net, you know, uh, got highlighted, and so you know she had to be on top of her game in terms of you know her lateral mobility, her, you know her ability to get lined up on shots and so on. So the quickness in terms of getting to those positions, you know, is an advantage. The fact that the shot might not come quite as hard, that's an adjustment I think that the goalies would have to make. All right, one final question for you, Perry, and it's the age-old question. Because right now in men's hockey, it's more than just Canada and the United States, and which is not to say I think the U.S. is a hard B to Canada's A internationally, but I actually don't think the rivalry is as strong in men's. And, it's awesome. and to me, it's partially because I think the Americans know Canada's better and deeper. I think the women's rivalry is better. And the, like, the, the two programs don't like each other. The problem is there's no there's no Sweden out there or a Russian capable of or, or am I wrong? Are these other countries starting to catch up? Well, I do think they're starting to catch up, and the the, the team that's come the longest or the farthest in terms of doing that is Finland. Um, you know, I think the Finns, if they continue on, uh, are going to you, you know they're gonna they're gonna continue to get better because their approach to the game is really really sound. Um, you know what they're doing in development is really good. 
Um, I just I was at the World Under 18 uh, World Championships, and the best forward there was a Finnish girl. And uh, you know, we're talking, you know, the U.S., Canada, uh, you, you know, being there with, you know, their top people. And uh, so, <clears throat> I think that, you know, that bodes well for Finland. But you know, th- that's an important piece of the women's game is trying to make sure that that all the countries are growing. But uh, you know, certainly you see countries like Japan have come a long, long ways. Uh, you know, I do think I do think the Russians are capable, uh, given the right circumstances, to be better than what they are. So, you know, I think it's the hope of, of both Canada and the United States that that those rivals from Europe, you know, do get better. And uh, just as uh, you know, an aside to that is they now have a European tour. Uh, it's it's a they're basically tournaments, and they run for three days um, over the course of weekends, and I think they've had uh, four of those this year in Europe. So those teams have played a lot of games this year, and you know, playing together as a national team is how you get better as a as a program. Perry, uh, great insight into what's going on in women's hockey. We wish you the best of luck, and thank you for joining us here on Oilers Now. Well, thanks for having me, Bob. Great to talk to you. You bet. That's Perry Pern, who's been involved uh, in hockey in these parts for, geez, it's got to be 40-plus years now. Uh, and when Nate was an absolute power, when there was a national ch- college championship, uh, the Nadukes were there every year. 125 in Edmonton. Well, uh, we're late into the break, so that'll work out perfectly. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at orders now. Uh, uh, Ken Hitchcock has said that uh, Milana Lucic will be a game-time decision. I would expect Jujar Kara to move up and replace Lucic on a line with Colby Cave and Josh Curry. If Lucic could not go tomorrow, McDavid was with Nugent Hopkins and Cassian. Drysaddle was with Gagne and Chason, so they kept the top two lines together. Drysaddle on a 12-game point scoring streak. Maple Leafs today in practice in Vancouver. And Matthews with Johnson, uh, Johnson, and Kapanen. All three of those guys, restricted free agents. Well, not really, because Matthews got his deal done. The other two, though, got to get their deals done. Tavares with Hyman and Marner. Marner, a restricted free agent. Nazem Kadri looks like he's back. He was with Nylander and Marlowe. And then they had a small, quick little line with Patan, Ennis, and Brown. 126 yesterday. The uh, 86-87, 87-88 medicine had Tigers. Bob Ridley, the longtime play-by-play voice and uh, bus driver for the medicine had Tigers. Uh, Kevin Lowe from the Oilers organization. Selected into the Alberta Hockey Hall of Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We'll talk to Kevin. 
Vice Chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group when we come back at Oilers Now. After a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.